Joe presents TKO together with 32 Red. Welcome to TKO on Joe together with 32 Red. We're at the VIP gym in Astley this week because the man behind me is back in the ring in November. November 30th is the date. Las Vegas is the venue. Carl Frampton returns to the ring after that disastrous outing in Philadelphia that resulted in that hand injury that forced him out of that contest. Now, we'll be finding out how the hand is. It certainly sounds like it's pretty good. He's just going through a routine on the paddles with Nigel Travis at the moment. We'll be catching up with Carl a little bit later on as well as Stephen Ward and a couple of the other lads in the gym who are making their ring outings before the year is out. Welcome to this episode of TKO. Carl, as you can see or you can hear if you're listening to the podcast, is just on the paddles with Nigel Travis. Paddles just traditionally offer a little bit less resistance than the pads and given the injury that Carl sustained, it's probably a safer option at this stage to just be going through that. Um, those of you that watched the last camp episode, you'll know that one of the reasons that Jamie has Nigel holding the pads or the paddles is that he can see a little bit more of Carl, uh, the kind of mistakes and the positional things that he wants Carl to do. Much easier to see those from a distance when you're watching somebody else take them on the pads than um, if you're the one holding. So this is something that's become part of their training setup. I have to be honest and say that there aren't a huge number of positives that came out of Philadelphia. Obviously, for those of you that, that aren't aware, he was injured by uh, that falling concrete pillar in the hotel just three or four days before uh, the fight in Philadelphia. Um, broke his finger, might have broken two of his fingers in fact, but luckily the damage is, is healed and he's back punching. Well, the few positives to take out of that, one is that he had a good 10, 11 week camp. So he goes into this camp a little bit fresher, certainly than he did uh, at the beginning of the summer. Hadn't been in the ring since that loss to Josh Warrington last December. And had a relatively stagnant six months. So I had to spend a lot of time making the weight, shedding that weight, getting fit, then working on tactics. With this camp, we're coming into it with a reasonably solid base of fitness. And that should stand him in good stead for what will be a very slightly shorter camp than he had last time. And just working on counters on the front foot there, you can just see him cutting the, the ring off, waiting for the jab to come out, slipping with his head, and then coming back with a right hand uppercut on the inside. Now, as I said, they don't know who the opponent is yet. There were a number of names touted, Isaac Dogbe, uh, Luis Orlando de Valle, uh, Puerto Rican super featherweight, but so far, nothing has been confirmed. Still seven weeks out, plenty of time for an opponent to get ready. To see Carl and Nigel just talking about intelligent ways to cut the ring off, stepping off the centre line. Well, it's more sort of technical pad work, this. This is more trying out set pieces. This isn't pad work designed to get you to exhaustion and to fatigue you. This is more working on the technique, working on the feet positioning, the head positioning, making sure the combinations are thrown, not just at the right pace, but in the right way and that you're I in the right position. Work, yeah. And a lot of that is I mean, just about how you throw, it's about where you are, when you throw. So getting yourself in the right position before you let go of your hands. And uh, Jamie's just explaining a few things to Carl now. It's hard with these, because it's, eh? I think so. You know what it reminds me of? Especially in his shoulders, but he's, he's, he's dead finger like that. It, it reminds me, if you catch him clean, boom, and he'll fall apart, he'll fucking go, you know what I mean? 
And again, all of this is just designed to work on getting past the jab before throwing. So making sure you step off the centre line. <laughs> Opening up with those combinations, stepping in past the jab, throwing the left hook, then the right hand off the back of it. Kyle being very self-critical, especially for the Warrington fight, said that he didn't use his legs as much as he knew he could and knew he should have. Um, and he felt like the one thing he did during the last camp, although we didn't get to see it on fight night, was actually use his legs and his feet. And we can see now is he's really keeping his feet un underneath him at all times, keeping on balance. I think the best example of this is probably with Vasil Lomachenko and the way he tracks his opponent's feet. Wherever you go, if you move back and right, he'll move forward and left, always mirroring your footwork. But wherever you go and you think you've stepped out of danger, he steps with you. And you can just see Kyle mirroring a little bit of that footwork in the ring. Push him in the chest. If you don't track your opponents, you're going to find there. yourself out of range. Boom, boom. It'll, it'll correct your positioning a little bit. I mean, that'll be there anyway, that one. Boom, that little short one if he's coming into it. But just that one there, it'll, yeah, it'll fix you. It'll fit back, back in your neutral stance. You all right, Nigel? See, in a lot yeah, of this footwork that Carl's employing, he's anticipating his opponent trying to find an exit. And by that, what I mean is if you're the opponent being backed up, as Nigel is there, you'll get backed up to the ropes, backed up to the ropes, and then you've got a choice to either hold your feet, tuck up and, and, and go tight guard, or go left or right, and that's your exit point. Now, obviously, if you exit and your opponent doesn't move and track you, then you found an escape route and giving yourself a bit of breathing space. But if someone like Carl, as good as he is, if he tracks your footwork, mirrors where you go, it maintains that tight space that you have to work with and that forces you to work, forces you to expend energy you don't want to expend. And that's what they really mean when they talk about consistent front foot pressure in a fight. It's very, very draining. As I said before, Lomachenko, Usyk, the Ukrainians do that very, very well. The Russians as well. Wherever you go, they're always with you. I don't think there'll be that much target. That's what I'm thinking. Because he'll come here, he'll try and start fucking complaining, I think. About going around the back because that angle there is going to come down there, isn't it? Fuck him until the referee says anything like that. I just keep hitting him down there. If you haven't seen our episodes uh, with Nigel Travis from a couple of weeks ago, you really do need to. He's such a character. Uh, we went over to the Mossside Fire Station Boxing Gym to find out about the great work they do there. What an interesting life he's had and uh, an integral part of Carl's setup here at the VIP Human Athlete. You're not really allowed to do it. But if you intentionally do that, you're not supposed to. But if he's turning into it, that's his fucking problem. Jamie, what was that? Sorry about this kid. He's very side on. He's got that sharpshooter style and he sort of pivots off. Like the Philly shell. I'm saying to him, aim that right up downstairs. But if the kid's turning his back into it and you start landing around the back, it's not it's necessarily fault. your he's fault. Turning. If yeah. he's pivoting round into it. Yeah. So, so if you miss that, Essentially, what they're talking about is uh, one of the opponents that they're, they're potentially preparing for, and we'll, we'll come on to this a bit later on, um, fights out of the Philly Shell stance. Now, we actually talked about this a little bit with Devin Haney on the show last week. Um, it's kind of where you stand like that, and you use the shoulder to ride the right hand. You use this hand to parry. I'm just going to get rid of the mic a second. And then you use this hand to catch uh, the, the left hook. Now, one of the problems with 
this style is that you're never supposed to turn your back on the opponent, but sometimes as guys come with the right hand, these fighters are taught to step out and spin tight around the side. Now, of course, that exposes the, the rear of the lats and the liver, and if you get hit there and you've turned away from your opponent, then actually it's not their fault. So they're saying to Carl, listen, aim low uh, and aim around the side, because if he turns side on, you'll get right in the sweet spot of where you need to land. If you're listening to the audio, you probably hear that the tempo on the paddles is starting to go up a little bit. Um, that's what Nigel's renowned for, just starting to test the lungs and the engine of Carl a little bit. I mean, he's still six and a bit weeks out um, from the fight, so he won't be anywhere near full fitness yet. So, he's still another four weeks away. I'll have a look at him properly today. Go try and find a few of his fights, but hopefully I'll find a fight where someone will play negative and him the back foot. Okay, well, training session's done and dusted, and we're now sat in the ring uh, at the VIP gym in Astley, and joined by Carl and Big Stevie Ward. You boys were um, in a little mini competition, both up for fight of the year, about two weeks ago. You obviously yeah. were Josh Warrington, you with Liam Conroy. You had a little wager, did you? Yeah, small wager, no money really involved because I don't have any. He doesn't have a lot. It doesn't <laughs> work, yeah, that doesn't work. And yeah. he's got absolutely loads. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, the wager was for the rest of camp, the loser has to make tea and coffee for the other person whenever they want. They have to wash and dry clothes whenever they want, which is a real, that's, that's probably the, the worst bit. That's a real Aye. Although ball yours, like, your clothes would be a lot smaller than his. Doesn't so. matter, you still, have, the, still have to wash them. Yeah, still, still have to wash them. You probably just hand wash all of his in the sink, though. You can't <laughs> hand wash them. You still have to wash them in a washing machine. Okay. And um, the other one, uh, and Bring him out for a steak or a nice meal one night. Okay. And what else was in? T-shirt. The wore a T-shirt, so he has the wore a T-shirt. For a full day, any day that I choose, Stephen Ward is Carl Frampton's... Is that it? I just said. And when is he, is he, is he warm I, th I haven't, I haven't I thought about when he's going to do it, but I made him invite him on my ring walk from a fight in Vegas, oh. and, and he might have to wear it that day. So. That's annoying. Could be, uh, so... I, I still feel like it was... I still feel like he had some inside information. I don't know, I don't know. It was only the day before. If you remember right Who, who, who was the first person I to suggest the you bet? You suggested the bet. Did I? Yeah, I thought you were going to win it, actually. I actually, if, if I'm being totally honest, maybe it's because Warrington won the fight. I think if you'd have won, I'd have probably thought you, but I actually feel like your fight should have won fight of the year. Thanks. No offence. It's, yeah. I know, but it's like... What do you think? Did you talk about you know levels? I was at a world level, even though I lost the fight. You know, it was very like well, for no, a, no, but the prize is the, the competition wasn't world level well, fight of the year. It was fight of the year. Talking about yeah, skill Chris level, I suppose. Yeah. So again, it wasn't skill level fight yeah. of the year. It was it was just fight of the year. Well, fight of the year. I uh, I don't know. Your fight was very good fight, very exciting fight to watch. Yeah. Very like, good pub fight. My <laughs> 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 thought Steve was going to win it. Yeah. But he didn't. I think Jimmy and Nigel as well give me... They kept saying to me, oh, you're going to want it, you're going to want it, it's, it's easy. So I'm, I'm sort of glad now we didn't put a lot of, a lot mm -hmm. of money, like a, a wage on it for That's that. why it was small, like it was little... I didn't think I was going to win. Mm. That's why you agreed. Oh, well, there it is. So a few teas and coffees for you, a few bits of washing. Let's talk about that fight, though, because, I mean, unbelievable fight. What a fight. For you, I guess, your career, you've only, you've only been pro, what, three years? Just under, yeah. And it's sort of like your... I guess the first signal that you were going to go up above the level you were at was the Steve Collins win. Mm. And then you had that 
uh, was it Paredes? Uh, that guy was just chinning you. Yeah, Rodto. Yeah, got through that. And then this was the one where really people, I know he came off the back of the, of the Boazzi loss, but obviously Boazzi's probably top two light heavyweights in the country at the mm. moment. Going into that fight, I mean, we talked a lot about the, the weight and how big Stevie is at, at the weight. Did that, do you think, have any bearing on, on the performance? Do you feel fresh when you go into the ring? Because I know you have to do a lot to make the weight, but do you actually feel all right on fight night? I do. I've never, I've never, I always make it. And I'm, it's not easy to make, but I make it and I, I think I make it the best I can. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty disciplined and sort of my dad and stuff. I, I'd say I come for maybe 10 weeks up, 10, 12 weeks. So yeah, I've, I've gone into the fight. I, I couldn't put any reason down <coughs> to underperforming due to the weight, to be honest, because mm. by the time the fight comes around, I feel good, I feel healthy, I feel strong. Because so. one of the things about the, the performance was when you got knocked down, yeah. you know what being weight drain can do to your punch resistance and yeah. certainly your, your powers of recovery. That's one of the things they always talk about. When you went down, what I think we both spoke about in the week after was how unbelievably quickly yeah. he was back almost in the driver's seat. I think seat. you have to credit his fitness for that. And, and I, I see him in here in the gym and, and training and I see him even back at home training. Um, Stevie's a, just a big, he's a big athlete. I think he'd have been good at any sport if he had a, applied himself. Maybe not football, don't see it Maybe football. Maybe not football. But any other, any other sport. Yeah. Um, but no, he, he trains hard and I think that was probably the reasons behind why he recovered so well after, after the knockdown. Mm. And to get through the fight on the cut, like that cut, a lot of other people may have just, you know, no, that's, that's enough, I'm believing too much. You never really went off your game plan, which is what I liked as well. And obviously, you've seen the picture, I showed you the picture where he, he got oh. on his knees and the blood, like, because of the blood project, like squirted mm. into the air. I seen it live happening, and no one else seen it. So I'm standing beside a guy and I went, did you just see what happened there? I seen a, like a fountain of blood squirting over the back of his head. And he's like, uh, they thought I was talking shit. I said to you in the change room, oh, didn't I? Did, I? did you realise that happened when you no, shouted? Didn't. No, I didn't. And then no, we caught, I, the, we, we, we caught the photograph. Wow, amazing. So that, that for a lot of people really signalled that you're like a serious contender in the light heavyweight division. And it's a pretty stacked division domestically. You look at like Craig Richards, Andre Sterling, Ricky Summers, some of the guys that are kind of in contention now for, for the British title that Boatsy's just vacated. But this new MTK golden contract, we saw uh, the featherweights last weekend at your call and it was absolutely phenomenal. You're going to be involved in the tournament on the 14th of December. Conroy, of course, is in that tournament. Now, the one thing that I think makes it very interesting is that they don't reveal who you're going to be fighting until fight week. Um, how do you feel about that? I, I love the aspect of it, to be honest. I think maybe some of the fighters that don't have a massive amateur background would maybe struggle with it more. Yeah. You, you think back when you're an amateur, and you were showing up to tournaments, you know, internationals and stuff, and you're weighing in and fighting a couple of hours, the draw's being done, you're fighting a couple of hours later, so it's nothing really new. So yeah, I like the aspect of it. I think it's good the way they're doing it. I think it's an it's a, it's a amazing tournament. I can't wait, that. like I'm grateful just to be involved in it. Mm. I think that's a good, what'll suit him is a good amateur pedigree, and just training, training for a fight, training to get fit, training like, and thinking about your best attributes, not having to worry about an opponent, and I think Stevie coming from, you know, quite a, you know, a high-level amateur background, I think that will probably benefit him more than the rest of the guys, anyone else in the tournament that have an amateur oh, pedigree like you? Probably Burton would, would yeah. have had. Jose Burton's got a very good amateur background. Amateur really. background. Um, 
You've I really have boxed at major tournaments and stuff. Was uh, not major tournaments, but you had enough of a good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you get the German? The German went to Olympics, didn't he? Yeah, Olympics. Yeah. Um, um, Castillo went to Olympics as well. Yeah. But I'm excited about it. You know, I think it's. I like the aspect. You're not training for one particular fighter. I think you know professionally. If you want to, if you want to be up there, you should be able to adapt to just sort of anyone you're in there with. You've got the the incentive of this. We'll have for the featherweights the five grand knockout bonus, which yeah. is which is nice because it just creates that, that incentive to just go forward and, and you know have a, have a bit of a tear up, which worked really well at your call. I mean, your call when you get a good fight, the atmosphere is oh, unbelievable. Man. The other thing that I, was, I wonder whether they might do, and this is something that only you'll know, I suppose, is in the super series. I know that behind the scenes they will advise certain fighters to pick, and of course those guys are seeded. So you have the top four; they'll each get a pick, one after the other of the of the four unseeded contestants but in terms of TV ratings pay-per-view numbers they will advise certain fighters to pick um, certain opponents to maximize the the revenue and everything else I just wonder whether somebody might have a quiet word with you at some point and say look if you get drawn first and you get an option Conroy would would sell really really well because there'd be so much anticipation given what happened in the first mm. fight would you entertain picking someone like Liam knowing how tough a fight it would be I don't know. I don't know. I've never really thought about it, to be honest. I don't think... <clears throat> just because the, the, the first fight was the way it was, doesn't mean the second fight's going to be. The first fight was a great fight, me and Liam. Um, we enjoyed it. It was, you know, a fight that sort of everyone's already saying they'd, they'd like to see it again. Mm. But looking back, I'm watching it back. I don't really think I boxed my best ability, even, even though it was a good fight. I think the major part in that fight was the cut. Yeah. And, mm. and, like, if, if you go through <clears throat> a fight... Without the cut, you win it. Although it was like stopped on the cut and then went to scorecards, I think, I think if you don't have that cut, you win the fight pretty convincingly. So just stop getting cut. Pretty, um, for, you know. Yeah, just stop getting cut. Stop getting hit. But that, that is a problem with Stevie, because he, I think because, because he has the you know he's so exactly. disciplined to make the weight. You know his features become yeah thinner skin and yeah and thinner skin and, and they. Even Natalie as well. Look at it now. He's big cheekbones, big brows. Yeah, even Natalie. He's got that caveman features, you know, which of course he can't do anything about. Yeah. But um, be nice for you as well because you'll be two weeks after fight night, December fourteenth. You'll have yours out the way. You can hopefully go go across and support Stevie as well. Uh, (laughs) This is the awkward bit. This is the awkward bit. Went, but I booked uh, dinner. He's going for dinner instead. No, I'm not. It's my my wife and my daughter's birthday on the ninth and tenth. All December, so we're we're going away. You're not going to take them to the Golden Contract. Uh, no, if they would go. I think that would be a great, great present yeah, for them. Great. No, no, yeah, might do that. I think we're going to we're going to hotel and we're doing. I don't know what we're doing. Okay, well you'll be watching Stevie's fight on the. I think we, we we actually yeah. talked about it and. I think he's probably happy with my answer when he told me. I said, I don't really care if you're there or not. It, yeah. I don't really think it makes a difference, you know. It, it, doesn't, make a, it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make it, you come in and obviously wish you the best, yeah. and then he goes away again. So, like, really care. Okay, fine. Do you two live together when you're up? Yeah. yeah. How's that? It's good. Nightmare. Yeah. It's all right. Stevie's doing the washing at do, the minute. Do, do you get on each other's nerves at all? Because I, 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 I think you really like each other, but I think you bicker quite a lot as well. I wouldn't say we'll get on with each other's now. He does my head and there's a few things he does that does my head on, but we wouldn't not get on. Tell, no, pretty good. I th- tell you what he does, and it's something my wife says that I do it. She says I contradict her all the time. Stevie just... He you contradict con- her all the time? Her. So he likes to contradict me. And I for, beg for to no differ. reason. For absolutely no reason. <laughs> like, and I beg to differ. 
I know it's just proving your point, but yeah. yeah, that is unfortunately. I'm very point. conscious about you know if you say when you're around family, you say anything out of context or makes you feel. It's better like a grammar police at times as well. Is he? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. What about Stevie? Was he like as a housemate? I like Stevie. Because of Dave, right? Nah, Stevie's <laughs> all right. He's good. He teddies up after himself. <laughs> um, could probably. Nah, he does. No, go on. Right. Go no, on. Where are we? Sometimes. This is like a therapy couch. The, the toilet bowl. The list. toilet bowl. The oh, toilet bowl right. could be maybe brushed <laughs> every now and again <laughs> after. A, oh, it's not just. Toilet. That's an accumulation. That's not just me. It's not one off. That's it's just, not just. I feel a like it's we're going down somewhere we shouldn't be. Let's talk about something else. Now. <laughs> <laughs> we're going down the toilet. Singing <laughs> for me. He's singing. He's singing. In the shower or just anywhere? No, no, just. All the time. Just now, I think the worst thing is from. He's not a bad singer, in fairness. Now he's, he's a pretty good singer. I'm not yeah. the best, but I enjoy singing. Yeah. You know, I found out last night they do Celebrity X Factor, and I actually thought of you. I thought, I wonder if you're good enough to go on that. It's a few rugby players ah, going don't on there. Don't put that. I've not about that now. Go on. I was asked to go on. Were you? Celebrity X Factor. That's bizarre. And I put my audition in, which. Have you got it? Yeah. I, I, it was a long time ago. Right now, Let like, me see if I have it. Simon Cowell, personally, wanted me on. Shut up. So I had to go to LA and do a... Hang uh, on, are you making this up? I swear to God. So I had to go, I had to, go to LA and do like a, private, or like a fake audition, as if I was auditioning for the show. But they wanted me on. But now today, when this is finished, Hold I'm going to have to listen to this all day now. So it's starting next week. They asked me to go on it. And I just... I'm a boxer. You know what I mean? I'm still a boxer. I can't be going on the singing competitions with Ricky Lake. Yeah, she, she is on it. Yeah, it's going to take me a while to find this. Ricky Lake, Tom Evans. Okay, listen, you, you scroll through that. I'm going to scroll through. Because, because, because there. he knows he's a good singer. <clears throat> if I'm in the apartment and I start singing, I'll get about five words in and he'll start singing. But if he does this thing, and he knows he does it, so he'll sing, but then all of a sudden, he, when he finishes, he'll... Uh, Look at where it is, I'm just saying, oh, I'm better than you, you know, it's singing. It gets quite frustrating. I think we need to get you and David Price together because he plays a bit of guitar. And Does he? He, he could do with the front man, yeah. I'm still trying to find that. Okay. All right, we'll come back uh, with Carl and Big Stevie Ward just after this. Right now, new show from Joe Pioneers with John and She started last week. Take a look. My day job is helping businesses thrive through disruption. This show is not about business. It's about people who go from nothing, a seed of an idea, something that everybody thinks is completely impossible, and build it into this massive, massive, massive business. There are a thousand different ways to be a huge success. One of the most interesting things that we're learning is that how people are failing is almost as important as how they succeed. In fact, it's integral. It's business. Pioneers is having really honest conversations with people, talking about their business, their objectives, their purpose, whether they're just out to make a ton of money and then quit, or whether they really want to change the world. Pioneers on Joe. Listen to it. Download it. Watch it. I had nothing profound to say. <laughs> okay, back here on TKO uh, with Carl Frampton and Stevie Ward. Have you found the clip? I found it, yeah. Okay. So I was driving when I'd done it, and I sent it to a member of my management team. And, um, Do you mean Ben? No. Hold this up to your mic so we can get uh, we can get the sound. Let's have a listen. It's so proud. Of it's, it's good. All right. Well, we'll, we'll be the judge of that. Okay. Ah, uh, I'm really nervous. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know where to look. Bet you're wondering how I knew about your plans to you like make it? me blue with some other guy. 
you knew know. before Between the two of us guys You know I loved you more You took me by surprise I must say <laughs> When I found out yesterday Don't you know I heard it through the grapevine What are you saying? And how much longer would you two be mine? Again? You've charmed me. Oh, uh, excellent. I'm sweating here. Hug <laughs> me on the show. Do, do you know what? That was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Why is it won't stop? Um, do you know what? The, I was really worried about So, like, I sent it in, and then I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And then Christine, I thought I told you this. No. So Christine really criticised my singing. Christine can sing. She's a good singer. And she thinks that... I'm not very good. She likes to just say that. She yeah, has to yeah, put yeah. me down. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never heard Christine sing. She's a good singer. Do a little duet, maybe. Yeah. But yeah. Um, she said, please don't go on it because you're going to be the Wagner of the show. She thought they were going to just embarrass me and make a fool of me. But oh. they wanted me back on when I, turned out, when I turned it down. And obviously, I'm a boxer. They want to continue boxing. You know, they were saying this may be the last ever one we would like you on. Please rethink. Oh, I'd love you to do it after you retire. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. see. What, I'm, what I'm worried about is sometimes when I'm singing, I, like, I start in the wrong key. You, you were, I would say you were ever so slightly out of the beginning and then you got back on track. Uh. <laughs> you were on the hard shoulder and then you drifted into lane. So? So, yeah. Well, when you start in the wrong key, it's normally hard for me to get back. Oh, well, you, I, th- I thought you pulled it back in, yeah. Thanks. I don't want to say, I'm not, the, uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not listening to. I thought I told you this. No, you didn't tell me. No, I heard it through the grapevine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Keep that one in. Right, let's talk about your, your fight then. So you're preparing for um, this guy who's essentially in the Philly Shell stance. And I'm guessing, is that because you've had an inkling that there might be an opponent Well, in the, the opponent's still not confirmed, so there's a few different opponents. I can't say too much, but there's a few guys. They all will need to be of a good standard. They yeah. need to be good fighters. So what happened with, yeah. with Dogbay? Dogbay... He, text, he texted me yesterday, actually. What, did um, he say what? He just sent me a text message. He said, you know, how you doing, champ? Um, hope you're well. You know, sorry I couldn't share the ring with you but hopefully sometime the next year doc, on a doctor's advice he's had to pull out so that's fine They're okay. absolutely okay. understandable I, I like Isaac I like his dad and his brothers who I know now as well he done a a video which I thought was a, a bit disrespectful and just and how he went about it and the things that he said and this was I think the video was after he'd actually pulled out of the fight which made it a little bit worse and it annoyed me at the time but look it happens in it it happens I and I'm not one of the, I'm not a person that gets involved in that kind of stuff, but I felt a little bit disrespected at the time when it happened. And then there's this Puerto Rican super featherweight, Orlando De Valle. Is he still in the running? He's one of them. There's um, Genesis Cervenia, yeah. I think, as well, has been mentioned. Uh, there's another undefeated American kid who was mentioned to me. Super featherweight box at, at lightweight as well. So, okay. Um, few names in the hut, so hopefully we just get it over the line very, very soon. Because the point is for Carl, Steve, is that he needs to fight somebody that's going to be at a reasonable level now. There's no point fighting somebody that's just going to be a walkover, right? If you're looking at the next fight being a bona fide world-level opponent, you, it's someone 
that you get in with next is going to have to be at least fringe world level, right? Yeah, and <clears throat> I think that's someone from needs, like to be fair, mm. because I think he, he he enjoys having the challenge and sort of being able to have that goal. At the, at, at the end, I think if it, if it was someone obviously of a lesser quality, he, he would still go to for it. He just he wants to fight the best. He wants to be fighting decent opponents, and I think that's all he's getting. Yeah. And the gym's getting busier because Rocky and Martin are out, I think, middle of November. They're fighting two weeks before me, I think. Yeah. Um, and then Chantel is out. Um, she's out. November, I think, ninth. Early November, yeah. And then you've got 22nd is Jack Catterall. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's going to be chaotic in, in the lead up. So it's, you know, I'm, I'm going to go out. I think I'm going to go out on the 7th of November just to settle in, get used, used to, hopefully, get a kind of settled when we're sleeping after a few days. Nigel's going to come out after Chantel's fight on the 9th. Yep. So he'll come out like a couple of days later. And Nigel can just, Nigel's just Nigel. Like he'll hit the ground running as soon mm. as he lands. But it would take me probably a couple of days, get over the time difference and stuff to start training. So Nigel's going to come out and then he's going to stay with me. I'm going to spar. I'm going to have sparring partners out there. I'm going to then, Jamie's then coming in after Martin and Rocky's fight. Nigel's then going to Dubai from Jack. Vegas for Jack's fight mm. and then he's going from Vegas or sorry from Dubai back to Vegas so he's just going through time zones like I, I don't know what yeah I think um, Jamie said it's or six weeks seven fights seven fighters yeah, yeah it's, busy, like it's a busy gym it's good though it's yeah, good for everyone good. good atmosphere you've only just come back in because you had a baby girl uh, what how many days ten days two weeks uh, ago two Two weeks a day. Wow. Right. Congratulations, man. Thanks very much. How's it going? Amazing. Amazing. Because he's over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a full night's sleep for two nights now, but um, oh, no, amazing. She's, she's brilliant. I was home for maybe just, just over a week <clears throat> when she was born and then back in the camp, the way mm -hmm. it worked out, you know, so. Same hairstyle as him as well. Same hairstyle, yeah. aye. <laughs> So I mean, ah, oh, no, it's great. I have a good wife at home, so good she's man. she's at home looking after all three of them. Yeah, and I'm, be off weird. Here, I'm off here doing problems washing. Which... So when will you start sparring? Do you think? Well, I was actually talking to Jamie about this. I wouldn't mind getting sparring soon. Almost to be working on things. Looking back on the last fight, things I was doing wrong. So like that, I'd like to start sparring. I know well, Rocky's got a fight, obviously. Yeah. Mid November, so I'm in this gym. I'd like to be able to help him out. Get in, do a few rounds of him. Even Martin. Martin as well, aye. you've got Rocky and Martin. I was going to suggest to you, because Boatsy's out November 2nd, but I just wonder whether he'll be at that point of sharpness and you'll be just starting out, that mm. it, might be, it might be kind of hard work going in at that stage when he's sort of only two weeks out. There was a chance of you going to spar... Oh, I was going to spar... Better be of. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Was awesome. So I got, his team got in contact with me. Do must be a mutual friend in, in the States. And they wanted me to go out for three weeks to Montreal. Yeah. But it was the due date. Obviously, with my little the, girl. the baby and stuff being born. But like that's what I like about Stevie. Like he's willing to go into people's camps and, mm. and learn and go out there and spar better by Ev and stuff. It would be pretty intense and yeah. pretty br brutal. To I've be heard, yeah, I've heard a lot of guys who come home from from those kind of camps with Peterbia early doors. So uh, I'd love. I would. I'd love. I was. You know, obviously, you wouldn't miss for loving their money. You no. wouldn't. You wouldn't miss obviously the birth of your little, little child. But I was gutted I couldn't go. You know, mm. I got in contact with him. Says, look, please keep me in mind for the future, and uh, hopefully something something else comes with it. Yeah. How is your hand? I forgot to ask you because you're hitting the paddles today. Yeah. It's. Do you know what? It feels like I could start sparring and hitting heavy bags and stuff. 
I touched the bag as well a little bit at the start, but I'm seeing a specialist on Monday again. Okay. And I just want him to give me the all clear before I can go full steam ahead, which I think he will on Monday. The problem will go on a little bit too early as it can put you back, maybe four weeks. Mm. And I, I can't really have that. So I think it is healed. Good man. That's relief, isn't it? Yeah. It looks a bit deformed. It, I was going to say, it looks quite... Uh, it, but quite... apparently it's going to stay that shape. Now, if you feel it... like there's... It's like the bones really... God, it's really yeah. quite a lump, isn't it? Yeah. Whoa. So it'll probably just be like that now forever. What is that? Is that bone? Or... It's like new bone, like helps to form it, apparently. So. Yeah. Well, they say it can be stronger after yeah. a break, don't they? So yeah. hopefully that's the case. But as long as it's not giving you any pain, that's the main no, thing, it's not. isn't it? Um, good man. God, it's amazing, isn't it? I don't know how many weeks ago that was now that we were sat at 1am in that um, hotel yeah. and you were tucking into some food. The and... mood was a bit different, wasn't it? It was, well, bit, it was just yeah. a bit surreal, wasn't yeah. it? You know, the only one that was sort of reasonably perky at that point was Nigel. Because yeah. um, he just surprise, surprise. never runs out of energy, yeah. But that was a really surreal. Because you were not far off flying out, were you? Yeah, I think I was there. My flight and I booked due to come out. And then Tell Fratton phoned me. Told me that we can't eat. Madness, absolute madness. Well, mate, I'm glad it's all um, healed up. Um, we're going to do 32 second challenge with you, Stevie, if that's all right, mate. Yeah. So this is the 32 second challenge with 32 Red with Big Stevie Ward. Carl Frampton. Melder. Northern Ireland. Proud. Golden contract. Opportunity. Liam Conroy. Gentleman. Bob Atchisaf. Unknown. Jose Burton. Talent. Boatsy. Massive talent. Uh, Jamie Moore. Good man. Ashley Jim. Home. Boxing. Everything. Fatherhood. Life. Life? Does that make sense? Yeah, life. Listen to the rain. Whoa. Listen to the rain. We have to pause the 32 second challenge. And can you not stop that? <laughs> Carl, good to see you as always, mate. Good luck with the rest of camp. Catch up with you in a couple of weeks. Stevie, mate, great to have you on the show. Thanks for coming on. If we don't see you before the 14th of December, mate, good luck and I'll see you there. Thanks so much. And thank you at home for watching another episode of TKO Done and Dusty. Good luck to Stevie Ward and Carl as they go into their camps for the next few weeks. And we'll see you, as always, in seven days' time. You've been listening to TKO on Joe, together with 32 Red.